Shalom Ubracha, we are up to Yuma Daf, Samach Vav, and we landed up yesterday. We finished with a, we were in the middle of answering a number of answers. We have uh, five total. We're going to answer the fifth one today from Rava. As to why Revi Yehuda doesn't let us hang on to a, the Sierra Mishtaliach for next year. Why is that different than the Shkalim? And the answer we gave yesterday was that we learned by the Bat Arachoyma that there are two ways of measuring the length of a year, either by the sun, according to Rebbe, or according to the Chachamim, uh, 12 months. And this is going to make a difference, you know, if you have a leap month, in which case you can have a Seir that is under a year old a year later. So now the Gemara asks, fine, that might answer why the Seir can't wait till next year, but a par could be three years old. So we're going to the par out to the Seir, just like we did by everything else yesterday, by the first three answers. So why are we killing the the... The, the, the power because of a gzera? and even if it is going to be a chatos which is over a year old right it's, it's too old to be or, two, or three years old by a power it's too old to be brought as a carbon so you let it graze you don't kill it Elamai we have a fifth answer and this is going to be our final answer from Rava that said the reason why Rabbi Huda does not let us keep these air until next year is because of a because of a takala now the Gemara here is going to try to figure out what takala is Rabbi Huda concerned about Mishnah tells us that nowadays that we don't have a base of Mikdash, you can't be Makadesh anything. And you can't be Machrim anything for Bedekabayas. You can't do Erechen on anything because it's not going anywhere, unfortunately, until the third base of Mikdash is built. What happens if someone does? So, an animal would do something called Teakar, which Gemara is going to tell us what it is in a second. It's where you lock it up and uh, let it die by itself. If he was makdash uh, marich or machrim fruits or kalim, then you leave them to rot or disintegrate. And money or metal objects, you throw it into the Yamamalach or if Chaim Kanevsky says any salty body of water. So again, what is this takala that Rava is concerned about? What's going to happen before next year that's going to ruin the Sierra Mishdalayach? You worry that you're going to bring it as a carbon before next year? Any animal that might happen, why dafka this animal? If you worry that maybe you'll share it, you'll use it in your field, any animals this is the same concern. Gamara says we are worried that you're going to bring it for a carbon. Other animals that aren't really for the basin for, the, for a carbon. So yes, it's out there, it's grazing, but you don't have your eye on it for a carbon because it has a mum. So you're not going to accidentally bring it while you're dealing with it, because it's not labeled a carbon. But this is labeled as a carbon, so since you look at it as a carbon, the Gemara says a lotion of torrid while you're busy with it, you might come to bring it as a carbon before next year. The Gemara brings a brisa to say that it's a machlekas tanoim, whether we're worried about a takala. Um, we see Gabe a carbon Pesach, that if it's not brought on Pesach, proper, then you could bring it on Pesach Sheini. And if you forget Pesach Sheini, you could bring it next year. The other Tana says, then no, you can't bring it next year. Why? Al-Khaira, they're arguing because whether we're concerned that a Takala will happen. And the Gemara says, no, really, no one's worried about a Takala. Or maybe everyone's worried about a Takala. It's Machalekas Rishonim, whether we say the word no here, uh, whether it's Loi Hashinon or we are Hashinon. But the Machalekas by the Korban Pesach is a machlekas between Rabbi and, Rabbi and the Rabbanon, whether we count 365 days or 12 months, and whether this animal is going to be too old by next year. How's that going to work with money? Money doesn't get too old. 
Elamai were worried that there's going to be some sort of a takala, and that's their machlekas over here in the Brysol as well. We're worried that between this Pesach and next year Pesach, he might be makrovit as something which isn't a carbon Pesach. This must be going according to the opinion that bringing a carbon Pesach not on Pesach is not a shlomim. It's invalid because you need to be oikrit from being a carbon Pesach. Now we have a Mishnah that tells us that the, the Kohen Gadol would go over to the Seir Mishdaleach and he would do smicha on it. And he would say a vidoy. And since he said the Shem Hashem, the, the Kehanim and all the rest of Klyosterol standing in the Azara would say, Baruch Shem Kavid Ma'ed. They would do Kriya, Mishtachave, Neiflam Alpneam. Then they would give this Seir to the Shliach, the one who's bringing it, Lazazel. Anyone, any, even Yisrael was allowed to be the one to do this process, to bring it to the cliff, but the Kahanim Gedolim were makbed to give it to their fellow Kahanim, as opposed to a Yisrael. Rabbi Yossi brings down a story that there was once a, a man named Arsula, who was a Yisrael, who brought it. This could either mean that he's arguing that Yisrael would bring it, or he could say that there was one excep- exception where there was a Yisrael who did it, which shows that it was only the Kahanim's Hakpada, and not actually a halachic psak, that it had to be a kohen. They made a ramp all the way to the cliff because the bavloyim would pull out the hair of the goat and say, go, take it out of here, take it out of here. Could be, they said, a double usher, not just uh, to, for emphasis, but also because there's a double yitzia, take it out of that zara and then take it out to the cliff. Now the Gemara says that in his vidoy he doesn't mention the Bnei Aaron. The Kahanim aren't mentioned in the vidoy. L'chayre, this is going on according to Rav Yirmiyah, because of Yehuda, who argues with Rav Yirmiyah, says that they also get their kapara in the Sermash Talach. You see, since he doesn't mention them, that they're not getting their kapara here. Abayah says, I don't know, the Kohen Gadol says that his vidoy includes Kol Amcha Yisrael, and Kahanim are very much a part of Amcha Yisrael. So it could also be Rav Yehuda. Now, who was allowed to bring the Seir La Zazel? Who's allowed to ca- carry it along the ramp? The Pasuk says Ish, which means that even a czar can do this Avoida. When the Pasuk says E.T., it means that he should be appointed for this. E.T. also tells us that it should be even on Shabbos, whenever the right Ace is, the right time. It also tells us that even Betoma. The person bringing it can't even be Tame if he was the one appointed and then he became Tame. So the Gemara asks, well, obviously, um, what Ish is, telling, is coming to tell us that, that a non kohen can bring it, that's Pashat. I would think that since the Pasuk uses the lotion of Kapara, it would have to be a Kayan, maybe not a Zar. Now, what is this drasha of Shabbos that easy e- tells us that you, could, you would even bring it on Shabbos? Rav Shesha says that even if this animal gets sick, you're allowed to carry it on his shoulders. The, the, the shliach is allowed to carry the goat, on, the sick goat on his shoulders, even on Shabbos. Aye, Rabbi Nassim says that a chai carries himself. The goat's alive. Yeah, even Rabbi Nassim would say here that it's a chiddush because if the goat's very sick and maybe he can't walk by himself, he's not considered uh, a typical chai. Raphram says that the whole institution of Erev and Haitzah is for Shabbos and not for Yom Kippur. Because otherwise, why would I need the Pasuk to tell me that he's allowed to carry here? There's a different set of halachas of Yom Kippur, even if it's not on a Shabbos. Rav Shesha says that since E.T. tells me that even Betumah, the Shliach, can bring it, 
that teaches us that he's allowed to come into the Azara, even Betoma, to pick up the Sierra Meshtaleach. Being Tommy outside is not a problem at, at all. They asked of Eliezer a number of questions and he evaded them all because he never said anything that he didn't hear from his Rabbeim. They asked him, are you allowed to carry the goat when it's sick? And he said, oh, it was such a strong goat. They said, what happens if the Shliach gets sick? Can you get someone else? He said, oh, we should have Shalom. Me and you, everyone should be B'Shalom. What happens if the goat it gets pushed and it doesn't die? Eliezer answers, that should happen to all our enemies. The Chachamim gave answers to these questions, says that if it's sick, you're allowed to carry it. If the shliach is sick, you could send someone else. And if you push the goat over and it doesn't die, you go down afterwards and finish it off. They also asked Rev. Re- 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 uh, does this fellow go to El Mabo? He's like, wait, why don't you ask about that guy? He says, are you allowed to save a keves from an Ari? Maybe you're taking away the Ari's lunch. He says, well, why, do you, why are you only asking me about the, the, the keves? Are you allowed to save the shepherd from the Ari? Eliezer says, why are you only asking about the shepherd? They asked whether a mamzer can inherit, and he said, what about, uh, how do we know if it could do yibam? They asked whether nowadays we're allowed to cement our houses, or we shouldn't because of a azechel chorban, the tzar chorban abayas. He says, well, are you allowed to cement your caver? He avoided all these questions because he didn't have this from his rabbeim. There are times when he says fantastically, extraordinary chidushim, but those were all based off of his learning his, that he got from his Rabbeim's teachings. A wise woman asked of Eliezer, why were there three different types of punishments for the people who were involved in the Egel? It was all one Avera. He avoided the question and said that the Chachma of a woman is with a spindle and he brought a Pasuk to that effect. Revelevi answers why there's three different punishments. One was if... There's two different answers. The first one is why are there three different types? The ones who shechted and were maktukatarius were killed by the sword. The ones that hugged and kissed it died with a plague. And those that were just happy about it died with hadraikon, a stomach illness. The other answer is that the ones who die, who were involved in the ego with Edom and Asra died by the sword. The ones that had Edom but no Hasra got the plague. And the ones that didn't have Edom or Asra got the stomach illness. Rav Yudah says that Shevet Levi had nothing to do with the Egel Azov and they didn't do Avadizara. Ah, it says that they killed their own mothers and fathers. The Gemara answers. Ravina says, it wasn't Levi relatives. It was a mother, a mother who was a Yisrael, a grandchild who was a Yisrael through a daughter. But no Levi took part in the Egel Azov. Rabbi Barachana goes back in a mission and says that it wasn't Babylonians that were pulling out the hair of the Sarah Mishalach. They were Alexandrian from Alexandria. But since there was such a hatred for the Babylonians, anyone who they didn't like were called Babylonians. When Yesi heard this, he says, thank you so much, because he was from Bavel and he didn't like hearing of these bad things about the Babylonians. Ah, they were Alexandrians. Good. Why would they say Tolvitei? Why would they say, get this goat out of here? Come on, come on, come on. Because this goat was carrying every Aver of the entire class. So I said, Let, let's get all these Averas Mechapa right now. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.